Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined by Paul Gallagher, who's better known as a voice of value. How are you doing, Paul? Yes, can't complain. I'm fit and well, which is the main thing. Healthy. Yeah, very unusual times to be recording a podcast or talking about sport of any kind at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty grim. Um, I don't think we need to go on too much about the uh, about the, the health issues other than to remind people to s- s- social distance as best they can, keep washing their hands, but um, if, if we can bring some light relief for a bit of crazy Irish horse racing, then uh, <laughs> try and do that. And it's a bit crazy how, how are Ireland getting away with it? I think, um, I'm not sure, I think they basically they're trying to keep it going behind closed doors, there's no crowds and they're limiting um, the number of people that are there. So mm-hmm. the fact that it's outdoors um, and you, you know, generally you're keeping your distance from other people, um, that that's probably how they're getting away with it. The difference with the UK, I think the reason they decided to can all of the UK racing was actually primarily primarily to do with um, emergency response vehicles and all that kind of stuff. So you've got to mm-hmm. have ambulances um, at yeah. every race course. I think you need two as a minimum um, at every race course to follow the, the racing. Um, and I think the decision was made that those resources would be better used on the front line actually fighting the virus than than at the racing. Um, so I think that's the... And obviously the Irish have taken a different view on that. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're... We're pleased that there is racing that we can have a wee chat about uh, over the weekend, but obviously safety is paramount, um, you know, for anyone who's involved in in racing over there. So that would be first and foremost their concern. But whilst there is racing, we'll try our best, as you say, to bring some some light relief in a time when you know there's not a lot around for for people to be distracted by. Um, so we're going to have a wee look at the ITV race that managed to pull together. I think it's is it four races. Five races. Five, yeah, five on five on ITV four um, tomorrow afternoon, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So we'll have a quick run through those, but before we do, this is the first podcast that we've had since Cheltenham. So, how did you how did your festival go overall? Not too bad. Um, I was a wee bit. It was strange because by by the time Friday afternoon, I was a wee bit sort of down because. I didn't get an up. I didn't get a winner on Friday. Um, I get I get well three placed horses on Friday, which was okay, but um, just slightly frustrated. But it was a good a good festival. A couple of good winners, and um, that I was quite happy with. Uh, I think four winners in total. Loads of placed horses, so it was a, yeah. it was a bit of what what might have been. Um, yeah. You know, they were coming in with places sort of twenty to one, thirty threes, twenty fives. Suppose. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows that's the kind of game that you play, though. That's it. That's it. I mean, the, the one I was most annoyed about was the fact that I tipped Paisley Park and recommended six-point win on Paisley Park, who then, you know, just I should just have left that race alone, which I was mm. tempted to do. Um, but, you know, so things like that, you're thinking, I've thrown away six points on that. Yeah, just, just, that, just shouldn't yeah. have bothered. I, for four to six, it was just a waste of time. But you yeah. live and learn, you know, and there's a few short prices beaten that I wasn't involved with, so you kind of sit back and go, right, that's good, we've, we've kept, that in the, kept that in the bank. So it was good fun. I was, my probably highlight of the week was Concertista in the uh, the Mayor's Novice race, which is one of my least favourite races of the week. Mm. But um, she absolutely hosed up, and uh, I was watching that in a pub in France. And uh, 
thoroughly enjoyed it, I must say. Jumping about the place, screaming, people looking at me like I was an absolute nutcase. <laughs> and that was one of my bigger change. bets of the week as well. I just, I just, it, was, it was only when I really sat down on the, I think it was late on the Wednesday night, when I looked at that one. Um, and... I flagged it up with a, te- with a tweet just because yeah. I thought this form is, has just been franked magnificently. And uh, when I'm going through and going, why is this not like two to one? <laughs> you know, and it was at that yeah. time it was like there was still some eight to one available. Um, and, and most people would have got on it sort of if they seen the tweet, 15 to two, seven to one, yeah. um, ended up going off about four to one, nine to two, something like that, at 92 SP. So I was really pleased with that. And um, it's nice when a plan comes together, something like that. And Champ yeah. was brilliant as well, just coming up the yeah. hill and picking that up on off. So it was good. Um, yeah, and then um, I we should probably, we'll probably look back and be grateful that we managed to squeeze Cheltenham in, um, given don't, the circumstances yeah. around the UK. So, um, don't know how yeah. we manage that. <laughs> a bit of a, yeah. It might, like, it might look like folly and um, as we look back at it. But yeah, yeah. maybe I'm doing, hopefully there's no long-term consequences, but um, as a sporting event, uh, it always delivers, doesn't it? Brilliant, yeah, I can't wait for next year. Hopefully um, everyone's back and healthy and we, I can actually go along to it this year as well. Indeed. So we're going to uh, we're going to crack on with these five races um, from Ireland, and I guess it's really going to test uh, your ability to read form, because I'm guessing most of these horses are ones that you're unfamiliar with. Yeah, most of them are. Um, I just, as you know, um, would focus mainly on the UK racing and dip in and out the Irish stuff, um, and we'll keep an eye on what's happening at the sort of top level, but not the um, the sort of five grand handicap hurdles <laughs> like so yeah, much we've got yeah. we've got tomorrow so there's a, the, a, all of my tips for, for tomorrow come with a health warning um <laughs> wouldn't claim to be an expert on irish racing um but i have picked through the form and, and had a good go at it as best i can but it'll be much smaller stakes than i would have been putting on at cheltenham for example um last week where you know i much more confidence um and 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 what I was actually tipping, but um, no, it should be a good laugh, and it'll give the it'll give the ITV viewers and a, a different contrasting look at things. A, a sort of behind closed doors race from Thurless, um, be interesting. Yeah, well, and there's so, some quite big big fields as well. So um, yeah, there are. There's which, some. There's, there's. I mean, whether I can claim that there's value out there or not, I don't know. But there's there's big prices, <laughs> so there's an opportunity for people um, to pick through it and try and find something. Um, Worth backing. Um, yeah, there's two sort of 16 run handicaps. The the last one's pretty good. The 340. Um, we'll come to it eventually, but I think that's probably the the best race in terms of strength and depth. Cool. Well, I'm just going to sit back and let you rattle through them. The first race is at 140 on ITV. Yeah, 140. So this is a maiden hurdle. So um, you wouldn't often see a maiden hurdle on live ITV racing because it tends to be um, full of um, pretty poor horses and maybe one or two decent ones and that's the case here so there's tons of them um, who are actually entered um, and some of them will probably lay claim to being some of the worst horses that have ever raced live on ITV racing I would say um, so you can discount quite a few um, the favourite um, is almost certainly going to be a horse called Polites, Polites um, who is actually a mayor um, she won a bumper um and has a pretty strong bumper form. This is her debut over um, hurdles, and I would fancy her to win this. She looks like she's about 10 to 11, so I'm not going to be recommending a bet on that. 
there was just one that jumped out as a, a potential um, wee bit of value, maybe um, a horse called Blanket on the Ground. Um, still fairly lightly raced. Um, hasn't won a race yet, so obviously there's a health one in there. Um, but was second um, to a horse called Our Roxanne a race at Gowran Park in January. And th- just thought that form was okay. Only beaten two lengths. And this horse has finished, Blank on the Ground's finished fourth a couple of times as well. You know, a maiden hurdle and then a, a handicap mare's hurdle. Um, not great sort of races, but I, when I priced the race up, I thought um, Blank on the Ground should be a bit of shorter price and there was 33 to 1 available. So I thought we'll have, in the interest of um, getting one at a big price, I thought that was probably worth a small each way bet. But we're talking, you know, if I would normally do one point each way, say at Cheltenham, you're looking at a quarter of a point each way in this sort of race. So just, you know, if you would normally bet a pound each way, this is a 25 pence each way race. Just yeah. keep calm, enjoy it, um, and we'll have a wee interest. So that's, yeah, blanket on the ground at 33 to 1 in the 140. First tip. So the 210 at Thurlis is the next race, and this is a bit better quality. Um, there's there's some decent horses in here, and there's some that, that um, listeners will probably recognise um, from some of the better Irish racing or um, horses that have popped over the pond for a wee day out um, at some of the better British jumps courses. Um, the one that I've... Well, there's two that I've sort of narrowed it down to here. Um, a horse called Mary Francis, who's course and distance winner, um, uh, and also won last time out a handicap hurdle, so it's in decent form, um, which can't be said for all of these. Um, and the second is a horse called Jets, which is uh, which has sort of been doing the rounds um, over the last couple of years in, in better races than this. I'm quite surprised, actually, um, to see him re- um, enter in this. So I would be quite confident that Jets will give you a run for your money at this level. Um, so it would be a tentative win bet on Jets, and I think there was about some four to one floating about when I looked earlier on. So I think that probably be the way to go with it. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, I expect this to be a slightly better race than the than the first one. And then moving on to the two forty, um, another quite tricky one. Um, this is a handicap hurdle, but it's pretty poor quality. So I'm looking for one here that's. Um, potentially unexposed, maybe a bit of decent recent form. Um, and the one that fits the bill for me is a horse called Johnny Little Legs. Um, only had five runs um, in his career, and it was he's been improving. Um, he was just beaten by Shorthead last time out um, at this track, in fact. Um, so he knows what he's doing here, and I think he's probably got a bit of improvement so Johnny Little Legs I think is about 5-1 to one. so again small win bet on that for interest but that would be the, the way I would go with it um, if you're looking for one at a bigger price in that race Our Magella 14-1 to one each way is probably worth a small each way in that one I would have thought um, moving on to the 310 at Thurles um, and again this is not bad quality in this race there'll probably be some uh, probably some names that will ring a bell with listeners um, and certainly there's recognisable colours and what have you in terms of the, the bigger trainers and bigger owners the one that I fancy in this a horse called Dunvegan uh, which looks like a decent each way price but 9 to 1 um, it's only two chase starts so I think there's still plenty of progress to come 
Um, I just thought it looked like a decent a decent shout against the field in a, a slightly better quality race. And then the last race is the, or certainly the last race that's going to be live on ITV is the 340. Uh, I mentioned earlier, this is probably the most competitive looking race on the card. Um, 16 run handicap and the, the ratings of the horses in this is a, a bit higher. Um, although it's not a fabulously valuable prize. Um, so seven grand, seven and a half grand to the winner. Um, but the one I quite liked in this is a horse called Crazy Heart. Um, a nine-year-old, so isn't going to massively improve. I don't think needs to improve too much um, to get involved. Um, it's also ridden by Sean O'Keefe, who some people might have noticed was riding a couple of my tips at Cheltenham on Friday. Um, and uh, Claire de Buffet was um, a close second um, when Sean was riding it. So he's, he's a decent young uh, decent young jockey and he gets to claim five pounds in this race as well so that's that's very much worthwhile um in terms of form the form of the horse itself last time out um over course and distance um he narrowly lost out to cavernous corner who's in the same race again today but he's much better in terms in terms of the weights so i think crazy heart can reverse that form and there's not too many other horses in the race with decent recent form um, so I'm thinking Crazy Heart should be shorter than Kavanaugh's corner and isn't, so it's an each way bet on Crazy Heart for me. And that wraps it up. That's the five races, Whistle Stop Tour. Okay, some uh, decent value or some decent prices in there anyway. Can you just give us a wee quick recap? I can indeed. So the 140, um, we're looking at blanket on the ground 33 to 1 each way if you want the winner of that race it's probably polytest you know if you're doing a if you're doing a lucky 15 or something i think polytest is the most likely winner but i'm not going to i'm not going to be betting it so even money the 210 is jets that's a win bet four to one 240 johnny and little legs and that's a win bet at five to one or you could do each way if you want to protect your your each way stakes they're all from five places and 310 is Dunvegan each way, 9-1. And the 340, Crazy Heart, also 9-1. And that, again, is an each way bet. Good stuff. I think that's my 10p Lucky 15. Sorry, Lucky 31 sorted for Saturday. Yeah, I think that's probably the way to do it, actually. Um, you know, we're not going to be betting big stakes. We just want an interest in each race or something like that. I think I might even yeah. do the same myself. An each way Lucky 31 Um for, for, for a wee bit of interest, of interest. That's yeah. it. okay good stuff now um, one thing I forgot to mention is, is that we'll stick up a, a who knows wins competition for tomorrow featuring the five races um, so make sure you have a go at that check out our uh, check our twitter feed um, for details and a link to join us and that'll be £5 buy in as usual um, hopefully we can get quite a few people involved considering there's not much else on to get involved in tomorrow so We'll continue to do some podcasts as long as they're racing, so we may well be back next week, but there's no guarantee. Um, In the meantime, keep yourself safe, look after yourself and look after your family and the community around you. Um, And that's us for this week, so thanks to Paul for your tips and take care. No problem. Lovely words. Good luck to everyone. Stay healthy.